0: And welcome to episode 52 of Sports Bar Talk. I got the right episode this time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, we are in episode 52, and we're going to get right into it. This is sport. We have a lot of sports to cover, a lot has happened in the last week. So let's get into it. This is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best scene in the house. And let's waste no time in getting to our special counsel or our playoff hockey, our uh, our hockey correspondent, special counsel to the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know why I have this guy on, on, my, on our show because he just trashes the Pittsburgh Penguins host of the critically acclaimed Goofer Keeps show Goofer Keeps Yeah Top of the morning to you I guess you're right it is morning it's is it so what's the time difference in Edmonton uh, I believe it's like 2 or 3 hours it's like 8:30 here um but I'm an early riser because we have morning skates. So it's no biggie. I don't, I don't even know what the time is. I operate right on hockey time. That's what I operate right on. I'm sure you do, buddy. Well, it's a two hour difference. So it's 9 25. So it's not too, too early, huh? But, you know, you guys are up at 5 a.m. skating all the time there because you guys are hockey. Yeah, like, you're expected to be a hockey player, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I mean, I was just, I was given a great opportunity, man. I was kind of, I don't know. I didn't want to play hockey. I, wa- I wanted to do ocean swimming. I wanted to swim with orcas. Hey, you would have been good at that. Um, Would much rather have, uh, had you been that. But let's get into the hockey. So, the Islanders... Turns out maybe it wasn't a fluke that they beat the Penguins. They come out, and they beat the Bruins in six games. Tell me about this. Is Was this all the Sorokin and dude that could save every shot? Well, what is it? Um, part of it was him, but their offense was good. You know, they won 6-2 to yesterday, and their offense is really good. And, you know, I think they're motivated because, you know, Nassau Coliseum, this is the final go round. The Nassau Coliseum was their home for the longest time. And they left it in 2015 for the Berkeley Center. And now they're kind of using Nassau Coliseum as, while their new arena gets built outside of a place you know very well, Belmont Park. Oh, yes, I do. I do, I do, I do. Um. And here they are in the Cup Conference. Not really the Conference Finals. It's the Stanley Cup Semifinals. Um. Um. But you talk about it. I'm so proud of them. You know, um, I grew up on the, uh when I was not in in em- we lived in Edmonton the winter for hockey. But during the off season, we lived in Long Island. We we met a ton of Islanders fans, and uh, we're so happy for them. Um. So yeah, we're 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 ecstatic. We we're so we love the community. We love we love the bagels there as well in Long Island. Very very delicious bagels. We I know you like to get food in there. The salt bagels are amazing. They are amazing in in that whole area, the New York City, New Jersey area. But I don't want to talk about bagels right now. I want to talk about hockey. And I know you love any food with a hole in the middle of it because I know you one time set the Guinness World Record. Uh, your co-host Bruce told me this one time. I guess you, you have the Guinness World Record for catching hockey pucks in your mouth and then doing the same with donuts yeah uh it was pretty interesting i don't like think about that i was kind of forced into that um i lost i finished in last place in my fantasy football league i don't even play football i just picked players who had funny last names yeah well who is your who was on your team that on your who like that fantasy team by the way that just that sounds very interesting uh, I had TJ Houshmandzadeh. Oh, he's not bad. Yeah, he's not bad, but uh, my quarterback was uh um to, um oh, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of my quarterback. Oh, uh, It'll come to me eventually. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I just like the last name Garoppolo. <laughs> but he was a backup in New England at the time. He never played yeah, and I don't think anyone's gonna be drafting Garoppolo in their fantasy football leagues this year, honestly. Um, Let's get back to the hockey. The Lightning—they got the—they're playing the Islanders next. They beat Carolina convincingly. In defending champs, they're almost like the Buccaneers—the run it back approach. What's going on with them? Oh, uh, they're pretty dominant, you know. They took care of business five games. That crowd—we you know—we'll never forget the crowd in Carolina. You mentioned it. Um. It's very, uh, I think we're in for a heck of a series between these two teams. Um, I think the Islanders can pull it off, but it's going to go seven. I agree with you, but I really don't have a reason. I just think the Nassau Coliseum factor, you want to send that building off. It's still, they remodeled the building. It's going to be concerts and whatnot, but the Islanders will no longer play there, by the way. So, uh. On the other side, you know, Montreal swept the swept Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Tell me about that. Yeah, that was very interesting. And by the way, just announced a couple days ago the Canadian government did approve cross-border travel for American and Canadian teams with strict protocols that will not allow them to go out in public, probably even stricter than what the NHL have, any of the sports leagues have in general. But it's a sign that we're moving in the right direction and maybe a sign that, the I know you mentioned it, that we could potentially have the Raptors next season playing in Toronto, and potentially maybe later in the season, the Blue Jays actually playing some baseball in Toronto at Rogers Center, their normal stadium, and not playing at Rinky Dick Minor League Parks. See, I follow the baseball a little bit, because there's nothing really to follow here in the summertime after the NHL draft. Yeah, and then, before I i know you have to run. I have to run. I have a, I have a lot of other stuff to cover here, and a restaurant of the week that I promised I'd get to very quickly. We have Vegas up 3-2 on uh, Colorado. Game 6 is tonight at 9 in Vegas. Does Vegas get it done tonight? Or will we have Game 7 on Saturday at 7.30? Um, I think Vegas will win. It's at home. If Colorado wins, it's going to be tough for Vegas to rebound because Colorado will be absolutely bananas. Give me Vegas tonight. LaFlower will... It'll be a vintage flower performance. Goofer, thanks for the time. This was your most civil appearance yet. Yes. Well, it's early. If we had done this later in the day, I probably would have more. I'd probably roast the penguins more. All right. I'll know to get you early in the morning next time. Ladies and gentlemen, Goofer keeps. Yeah! All right. Let's get to the NBA playoffs and we are currently in conference semifinals we have two games tonight on a thursday we have the nets and bucks nets of course without james harden james harden reaggravating that right hamstring that he had injured in the regular season but it was not a big deal for brooklyn in game 2 he was out for game 2 it was not a big deal they they beat the bucks by 50 and it makes me wonder if we could see a sweep uh, I think the Bucks can get a game. You know, the next two games in this series are at Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. But watching what Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant did, and the and the Nets bench just even without James Harden, makes you wonder how how good this team really is, even without James. And you also so in the betting world, it was interesting. The uh, Nets were underdogs and they didn't play like underdogs. I thought for sure in game two they were underdogs. I thought for sure in game three they would be underdogs. No, on Tuesday they were free and a half, they were getting three and a half points. Which was weird to me. I, it must have been the at home atmosphere in the crowd and whatnot. But uh for Milwaukee since we're in Milwaukee now. Maybe crowds have something to do with it. I don't know. But they were getting three and a half points. Um, so I took them. It's still at three and a half. The money line has gone down a little bit. It was at like plus 145. It's at plus 130 now. But I just found that interesting. So I if, I wonder if this game is at Barclays. Maybe we'd see a difference in the odds. Maybe the Nets would be getting three points. And the or. Minus three points, and the Bucks would be getting the plus money. Um, I don't know. Um, it's very interesting to see, but real quick, because we have football and we have a couple other things we have to get to before the restaurant of the week, let's just dive quickly into these series. Phoenix is up two nothing on the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations, by the way, to the Nuggets center, Nikola Jokic, winning his first NBA MVP and the first denver nugget to become an nba mvp not even carl malone did it john stockton never did it well part of it was they play every year when they were trying to get there get the mvp they were always going up against a guy named michael jordan um sixers and hawks hawks might be for real they took game one of the series they almost blew it though sixers pretty a much more convincing win in game two but what i've noticed with the sixers over the years is And I noticed that in 2019, when they played the Nets in the first round, the Nets looked very good in Game 1, and then the Sixers just ran away with it from there. So, I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers take this series in five, but I do feel like, but the Sixers, the Nets in 2019, yes, they had Joe Harris who can shoot the free, and they had Dinwiddie and whatnot, but Trey Young's a different animal than those guys, and no disrespect, but, and Trey Young is really good, He's got... They've got good free point shooters. Kevin Herter can shoot the free ball really well. Clint Capella is a great big man. They've got the size. Can they win the close games, though? They almost blew. They had a 10-point lead with, like, a minute to go, and they ended up losing by four. They even got cut to two at one point in the final minute. Can they maintain those... They're gonna... The Hawks... Can they win in close games? Be very interesting to see. And then, the other series right now, Jazz and Clippers. Utah is up one nothing. Um clippers they were the jazz they look kind of flustered in game one maybe that's because the jazz it was in game one the jazz first game with a full capacity and if you remember it was utah and oklahoma city that shut the league down but it was that was in oklahoma city it was really gold bear so i think in 2021 when the jazz play the thunder i would love to see the video replayed on the big board all right that's the nba we had a big NFL trade over the weekend. Not named Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers ever gets traded, I'm doing one of those half episodes. The only reason I wouldn't do a half episode is if I was on vacation. Um, so, Julio Jones has been traded to the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Now, I think I talked about this when we talked about Julio being traded a couple weeks ago. Titans wide receiver AJ Brown made a TikTok convincing him to come. And I guess TikTok that TikTok worked. TikTok, you don't stop. Rock the riverman and make your body rock. This makes the Titans, in my opinions, major contenders to come out of the not just to win the AFC South but to come out of the AFC and maybe represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Now, I know that's probably a very taunting task um, because you're still you going to have to go up against the likes of Patty Mahomes and who knows if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to Denver and what comes about with Deshaun Watson. I'll have more on Deshaun Watson in a second because a little bit of a big development came about that kind of is going to connect Deshaun Watson and his situation to potentially the Aaron Rodgers situation. But back to Julio. So Julio goes to Tennessee, and he gets traded. And it's the it was a weird trade. The Falcons didn't, didn't get a first round pick back, and other wide receivers came out and said, "Is this believable? Unbelievable!" Because Julio Jones, in my opinion, is a top five wide receiver in the NFL. So seeing him get trade traded for. A second rounder that's amazing second a fourth and a like a couple seven round picks now you never you rarely find a gem in the later rounds of the draft unless your name is Antonio Brown or Tom Brady um it's unreal that this happened maybe I can get the full terms of the deal here real quick because I want to do I do want to talk about Aaron Rodgers also, some news regarding the Andre Hopkins. I just found out. Two-year extension, $54.5 million. So, there we go. He, How you doing? Keep it moving. Looks like that core group in Arizona is going to keep going for a little bit. Um, let's see. I cannot find. Here we go. This does not have the full terms of the trade. Okay. NFL.com. Get you no. Know, if you work for NFL.com, at least put the full terms of the trade in the transaction thing. So there you go. It wasn't other players in the trade. It was just picks. So Julio Jones is a Tennessee Titan. Um, A.J. Brown offered up the number eleven jersey to him. Of course, Julio wore eleven in uh, Atlanta. He declines. He's going to wear number two. And a lot of people thought maybe Julio would wear number eight. That was his number when he was at Alabama. So Julio Jones is a Tennessee Titan. And this makes the Titans contenders in the AFC. Another team that is on the brink of becoming AFC Super Bowl representative contenders. The Denver Broncos. Now... Deshaun Watson, yes, I know he still has legal stuff to get through regarding the lawsuits going on and whatnot. And I'm not going to get deep into the lawsuit aspect of it. Just we hope that if Deshaun is guilty, he gets punished to the fullest extent if he's in it. But we're hoping he's innocent. But if he's guilty, we hope, I hope, he fully gets punished and justice is served to these women. But I don't think Deshaun is guilty at all from what I've seen. I believe this is just a hit piece, opportunity or something like that. But let's talk about Deshaun Watson. So, an ex-teammate who is now a defensive back with the Broncos, Kareem Jackson, said Deshaun Watson would like to be a Bronco. Now, this is big. Because if you, I think Deshaun Watson would fit any quarterback would fit the offense perfectly. Now Deshaun, running quarterback. It, if I were a team, now let's look. Before I get to my thought that I was gonna say, let's look at what the Broncos have. They have some a speedy wide receiver and Penn State alum KJ Hamler. They have Tim Patrick, who's a promising young tight end slash wide receiver. Yes, Philip Lindsay's gone, but you do have. Um Melvin Gordon at running back. He's a terrific running back. Um They just have great. They have a great outlook in my opinion. Um Now. Deshaun Watson wants to end up there. Aaron Rodgers also wants to end up there. Now, Aaron Rodgers as expected is missing the mandatory mini camps. He will get a $90,000 fine. Unless the Packers say it's an excused absence, which I don't think they will. Um, but, 90000 is nothing to Aaron. Um, with Aaron Rodgers sitting out now, Bob Domofsky, who is the Green Bay Packers beat reporter for ESPN, did say there is no chance Aaron comes back. A lot of ex-Packers who are friends with Aaron thinks, and they haven't spoken to Aaron. They think there's a chance he can come back. Now, A.J. Hawk, James Jones, those guys I'm talking about who know Aaron closely. David Bakhtiari, who is at the Kentucky Derby party with Aaron and is a, the center for the Packers right now currently, said he's going to support Aaron on whatever he does. Whether it's he wants out, he'll support him. If he comes back, we'll support him. And let me be clear on the Aaron situation. Aaron has said repeatedly, it's not about the coaching staff and it's not about the drafting of Jordan Love and it's not about the fans, the coach, it's not about it's not about the football. It kind of is about the football aspect, but it's not about the relationship he has with those people. It's about a rift within the front office. When you throughout your Green Bay Packer career, when you when the team uses all their first round picks in the past ten years, on nine defensive guys, and the only offensive player they take is your successor, you have a right to be mad. Um, And then the other thing that we think started all this, I think I talked about this, when the Packers cut wide receiver Jake Kumaro. I don't remember when that was. I think it was a couple years ago. And Aaron Rodgers praised how well he was doing, and he couldn't wait to throw to him in the regular season, and then the next day the Packers cut him, that is reportedly when it's, the rift started to happen, and then kinda like the domino effect with Jordan Love, but he said it was never about Jordan uh, I don't think he said this, but you kinda get the feeling he loved working with him this past season and, but now Jordan Love really hasn't gotten much reps, didn't get a full training camp last season because of the pandemic um and apparently his OTAs, his fros have not been great. Okay. But I want to make my point real quick because I do have to hit some other sports very quickly. If you're the Denver Broncos, and these two great quarterbacks are right there, who would you go with? Do you go with the guy that maybe has three to five more good years of football left? Yes, he's coming off of an MVP. Do you want to have three to five years of massive success and then go back into your rebuild, kind of like what you did with had with Peyton Manning? Or do you want to have 10 to 15 years of great football, but a major risk with injury-prone Deshaun Watson, who, of course, tore his ACL? I would go with Deshaun Watson. Because I think Deshaun Watson, the Texans were contenders to win the Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson when they had Hopkins and Watson. I think Watson can make the te- the Broncos contenders anyway. And if that's the case, if Watson does go to the Broncos, where does Rodgers go? If he really wants out this season and a year before his contract runs out. Where does he want to go? I think the 49 the Raiders, an option. I think the 49ers are still on the table. I think they are. Um, now, I know Green Bay would probably want to trade him out of the NFC. But the 49ers are still on the table, in my opinion. Or I could see even maybe the New York Giants. You know, Daniel Jones, I know this is his prove-it year, but I think he's not done good enough. Yes, he's better than Sam Darnold, but I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. Let's let's get to the other sports. Wasted too much time there on football. The European World Cup, otherwise known as the UEFA Euro, start tomorrow. I'm just going to do this very quickly. The games start tomorrow, 3 o'clock. On ESPN, the Turkish take on the Italians. There will be games every day pretty much for the next two to three weeks at 9 noon and 3 o'clock. You can catch these games, and we're going to talk more about this tournament next week, but I am very pressed for time. You can catch it on ESPN, ESPN2, and ABC. If you have ESPN+, they have simulcasts of all the matches and special camera angles. All right, that's your way for the Champions League or the Euros, not the Champions League. UFC 264 is coming up. UFC 263, excuse me. I'm looking at UFC 264. And we have two title fights. And this is in Phoenix at the Gila River Arena. Now, I have never heard of this arena. This is not where the Suns play ball. It's where the Arizona Coyotes play hockey, however. um, Basically, we will have two title fights on the card. Adesanya and Vittori for the middleweight belt. And Davidson Figueredo takes on Brandon Moreno for the flyweight belt. Figueredo and Moreno at the end of the year in December fought one of the in one of the greatest UFC title fights of all time. It was called a draw, but both guys were creating blows back and forth. The fight really didn't deserve a loser. They both... So the draw was the reasonable thing. I actually scored it. I thought Moreno won the fight when I was scoring the fight at home. But... When one of the judges has the fight as a draw, the fight ends in a draw. That's the one thing about MMA. Even if you have two judges that have a clear winner in the fight, the same guy. If one of the judges has a draw, the fight is a draw. So, and because now as the current champion. Because it was a draw, the current champion keep the champion at the fight time of the fight keeps the belt. Now Dana White said we're gonna let these guys heal and we're this is the rematch. This is the fight to make. And I believe that should be in any title fight if it ends in a draw. It should be an immediate rematch. The next fight those two fighters should fight should be a rematch, barring a setback. And we're getting it here. So, if you have ESPN+, I'd highly recommend before Saturday, go watch the fight over again. Great fight if you just love seeing people beating the absolute crap out of each other. And then, Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards. This is not a title fight, but this is also on the main card. Uh, This is a very entertaining fight. This was originally supposed to be in May. um, But it's going to be now. um, On Saturday. Um, And this will be the first ever. This was originally supposed to be the co-main event at that UFC 262 card. Remember the Michael Chandler and uh, Charles Oliveira card. This was originally supposed to be the co-main event. It was going to be a five-round co-main event. So this will be a welterweight fight, and it'll still be five rounds. So the first ever, well, non-title fight, five-rounder on a UFC pay-per-view that's not main eventing. So we could be in for a long night on Saturday if these fights go the distance. Figueredo and Moreno could easily end early or go the distance. So could Izzy and Marlon. The other fights on the main card, and we're not. And then I'll give you the time information. Then we. I have to get. I might just call an audible and do a rest. Another restaurant of the week very quickly, and then I'll do the one I had planned for this week next week. Damian Maya takes on Bilal Mohammed. Um, that's a welterweight fight, and then a light heavyweight to kick off the main card. We have Jamal Hill, who is eight 8-0, takes on. From the pride of, wait for it, Air Dyer Scotland, Paul Lindsay Craig. That kicks off your main card. Where can you watch these fights? So, the early prelims start at 6 o'clock, And I believe they're on ESPN Plus and they might even be on the regular ESPN. There are six fights on that bad boy. Or no, five, excuse me. Then the regular prelims are on ESPN and ESPN Plus at 8 o'clock. And then we have the main card at 10 on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. UFC 263. I like the rhyme. Alright, real quick gonna give you a very quick restaurant the place i had planned since we're really 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 pressed on time i'm just gonna give you a fast food place uh let's go with sonic you all love it uh very unhealthy i learned to love cheesy tots because of them by the way they now sell boba tea something i have never heard of, of i've never had before but i hear it is very delicious And by the way, if you download the Sonic app, all the drinks are 50% off. They now have a Chicken Pillboy. Now, the other day I had to go, I had to do something in Tawny Town. Then went down to Frederick. I explored the beautiful store called Costco. They let us in, even though we weren't members. Apparently, they weren't allowed to do that, but the lady let us anyway. Then we went to Sonic. I had a Cheesecake Blast, which is basically their version. A Blast is Sonic's version of a Blizzard. And it was delicious. They have ice cream. They have milkshakes. They try to steal your change. You can ask my cousin about that. It's really a fun place. It's a drive-in. It's very much like you're in the 1950s, but with a modern twist. Um, they have chicken. They have breakfast. They have hot dogs. I love their popcorn chicken. It's very good. Um, they have boneless wings. It's very delicious. The closest one's in Hanover, but that's Sonic for you. All right. Stay safe. Wear your mask if you're not vaccinated. Have fun. Enjoy the sports this weekend. Enjoy all the playoffs. Enjoy the fights. Enjoy it all. This is Sports Bar huh? Where we got the best seat in the house.